Houston's halal food scene is unlike anything I've seen in the US. Maybe I'm biased, but we have a lot of really good and yummy halal places to eat. You can find just about anything halal in Houston. So Muslims who only eat halal aren't missing out on anything. To find out how this came to be, I sat down with Faraz Ahmed, who runs the Instagram page, The Halal Palette, and Dina Kisba, our lead producer. It is Thursday, January 26, 2023. I'm AKL Moomin, and this is CityCast Houston. Faraz, Dina, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Today, I've been excited about this topic for a very long time now to have it on CityCast. Uh, we're going to talk about halal foods and in, in Houston specifically. I'm super excited to have Faraz here to talk with us about this, Dina. Me too, especially since the halal food scene is so vast. <laughs> right. Thank you guys so much for having me. It's, um, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a great conversation. Looking forward to it. And thank you for coming, you know, and still keeping this appointment despite suffering from long COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's <laughs> we want sure. We want people to know that you are, you might be coughing a few times and that's all right, but mm-hmm. you're yes. like pushing through. A trooper, for real. Please excuse my um, my coughing congested sound. This is not how I sign all the time, but <laughs> we're going to get through it. Yeah. All for the halal food. We're all recording technically uh, like over software. So we're yeah. all here in a video call with each other. We're not in the same room. We're keeping as virtual distance basically right. on this. So, but for us, I we first wanted to really dig deep about what halal means for a lot of people who might not be quite familiar with the term, but see it all around town, like the halal certified signs and all of those. So I think that's where we should start. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a that's a great place to start. So halal is a a term that pretty much means something that is permissible to do within the religion of Islam, within the the followers, anybody that is Muslim. Um, the term halal meat usually kind of is derived from the fact that the meat that is okay for someone who is of the Muslim descent to eat. And um, there's various um, different check marks for a meat to be halal. I kind of tell people the way that I'm explaining it to them usually is that it's it's kind of like organic or farm-grown meat, but like on yeah. steroids where a lot of the animal care is very important. The animals that are, that are going to be used for the consumption will have to be put into great environments. They cannot be suffocated. They have to have good food. They have to have good feeding. They cannot be sick. If an animal is sick, you cannot slaughter that animal. That The meat from the animal wouldn't be halal coming out of that. Mm-hmm. They must be in good conditions. So there's a lot that goes behind actually getting halal food. And then obviously the actual cutting, slaughtering method is one of the quickest and the most painless methods in in the current system, ecosystem right now to um, to ensure that the animal is suffering the least amount to be able to provide a, a, almost like a blessed meat source for um, for Muslims. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one thing. Like, I don't specifically only eat halal, mm-hmm. but it's kind of weird. Like, I'll go out to restaurants and I'll eat, but <laughs> the only meat I'll buy is halal meat. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make yes. any sense. I don't have any rhyme or reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Dina, you're not the only one. I have a lot of friends that 
do not just only eat halal outside. Hmm. They'll go eat whatever. But whenever they do buy meat for their house for home cooking, it's always halal meat. Yeah. Which I think is a great, honestly, somebody needs to do a case study on that because I think that's a great <laughs> thing because I guess internally they're like, hey, I, I can eat whatever, but whatever I'm bringing back home got to be, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> within it's those ramifications. Like, exactly. Because it's like you said, it's all about doing it in the most humane and kind way that you possibly can. Right. You're, you're covering their ears. You're not letting another animal witness the slaughtering of an animal right. so like you're doing it mm-hmm. one at a time you're covering their ears they don't see the blade there's like so many steps to it there's so many steps yeah we can go on and on about it yeah and i remember um you know whenever we would go to the slaughterhouses to actually you know pick up halal meat they would have a section where they would take like you know let's say a goat or a cow and it'd be taken to a secluded area to be slaughtered because they don't mm-hmm. want the other cows or goats to even see uh what's going on back there yeah I remember when I moved from the Middle East and came to America, like that was one of the like the initial culture shocks that hit because I mean, in the Middle East, essentially everything is is halal slaughtered. Right. So we never had to think about it. I'm a lot like Dina where like it's it's not like a prerequisite for me to always have to eat halal, but it always like. It ends up reminding me of home if the option <laughs> is available and the abundance of it in Houston kind of like that was genuinely one of like the first culture shocks that kind of like settled down mm-hmm. for me very quickly mm-hmm. because the options were available. And I guess for us, that like leads right into my next question. Like, what do you think like the Houston halal scene is like and how do you see how it exploded the way it has in in the past like decade or so i mean i personally think i the halal food scene is in houston i think houston is the hub of the Mm -hmm. halal food scene in the whole u.s Mm -hmm. and you know somebody can argue me on that but i've talked to various different content creators i've talked to various different influencers around the world halal influencers and, you know, Dearborn is known for their halal food. Chicago is known for their halal food. Um, Toronto seems to have a great scene as well. But when it comes to diversity, when it comes to the quality of the halal food, and when it comes to the amount of options that we have in Houston, mm-hmm. I truly believe Houston is the halal food hub of the whole U.S. We have anything and everything in Houston. Um, you know, you mm-hmm. can get nigerian halal food all the way to Senegali halal food to malaysian halal food you get your pakistani indian mediterranean obviously you get those anywhere mexican halal food yeah (laughs) mexican halal food tex-mex um you know there was this really great restaurant um you know unfortunately they shut down but it was such a great mix it was a a texas sushi um halal restaurant where they put brisket on top of sushi and it was like, it was, it was like crazy. It was like an Asian Tex-Mix halal mixture. You know, you don't find that anywhere in the world except Texas. Except yeah, <laughs> it's true. Craziest. One of my favorite restaurants. Unfortunately, they had to shut down during COVID. Um, but That's also the, the other crazy part. Like that was the fundamental moment for me when like I was moving from the Middle East at once, mm. like terrified of America mm. and like the prospect of it, but also very excited to see what it's what it's like but it was always it was always kind of felt like a risk for us to move Mm -hmm. to texas because 
really like even in the Middle East, when we talk about like where the community is, where Arab or Muslim mm-hmm. or brown communities exist in America, the first few names that come up is Detroit. It's New York. Mm-hmm. And to come to Houston and then realize that probably like most likely, I think a few magazines have even like proclaimed it outright that like Houston has the biggest, most vibrant, most unique uh, halal food scene in the country, Mm -hmm. which is crazy to consider when a lot of people like don't see Houston in that light. Uh, Why do you think for us that like Houston ended up in that position? So I think there's several different, um, several different, you know, um, things that can lead to that. One thing is, um, you know, kind of going back to university days, you know, like University of Houston, which is one of the main universities in Houston, hence mm-hmm. the name, um, <laughs> is, uh, it, it, it was ranked the number one most diverse university in the U.S. Um, yeah. I don't, Dina, I'm, you went to U of H with me. You, you oh, remember gosh. we would see those billboards driving to and from U of H on 59. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the most diverse universities in the U.S. Yeah. With that being said, a lot of people, most of the people that I went to undergrad with and, and graduate school with that were at University of Houston, they would end up staying in Houston. They loved Houston after yeah. after they spent a couple of years here. And when you when you stay in Houston and you're bringing your culture from Korea and you're bringing your culture from you know, Guatemala and you bring your culture from Iran and all these various places, um, you want to, you want to assimilate, but you also want to give Houston back, you know, what they gave you. So I think one of the main reasons is uh, when people move to Houston, Houston is such a, a loving and giving city that mm-hmm. people just cannot move yeah. out and everybody has their own niche. Everybody has their own little area where they feel at home everybody can go to different areas where they want to experience something different and just overall it makes you feel like you're at home like like you know how you said whenever you um you know came over from the middle east and you would eat out halal because you felt like at home mm-hmm. there's a lot of other stories like that in, in houston where people you know feel at home in their little niche area within the houston community you know you touched on it so well the diversity in houston and i think that's mm-hmm. That really is what contributed to the diversity mm-hmm. of our halal food scene. One of the things that I thought was just amazing, and this was back in November, where Houston had its first ever halal food festival. I yes. was like, this is insane because they sold out. They closed yep. their doors to the public so fast because they were just like overwhelmed with the amount of people trying to yeah. go in and take and try all these different varieties of food. Cause I'm telling you, like, I don't mm-hmm. think there was anything that was missing from that menu. <laughs> like anything <laughs> yeah. that you wanted, it was there. Um, 100%. And I, it just speaks to like the community, the people who do only strictly eat halal, that they, ha- they are not missing out on anything. Um, I remember one year when Chick-fil-A even had on Eid, Oof. which is like our, one of our big celebrations in Islam, where they actually had, uh, halal chicken, yeah. which I was like, wow, it's becoming f- a lot more mainstream. It's yeah. becoming easy to find in grocery stores. Yeah. And the fact that Houston, I feel like just really does hit the nail on the head with having the most diverse halal food scene in the country. And it's so accessible. 
so it's accessible. very accessible. I think I think that's the great thing about it. There's some WalMarts and HEBs in Sugarland that sell straight up halal meat. That's yeah. where I live in their, in their freezer and, aisle. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty fire. So uh, speaking to that larger like Houston community of food and uh, and halal food specifically, for us, you have this uh, popular Instagram page called the Halal Palette, and I was wondering if you could tell us a little about that and what it's about and stuff like that. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so, um, Palau Palette is a Instagram page. You know, me and my wife started together, um, where we highlight the best halal food. I mean, as basic as it sounds, we highlight the best halal food in the Houston area and and you know, food from our trips and whatnot. But within the Houston area, we highlight any grand openings, any um any foods uh, areas that are, you know, maybe not getting as much support um, from the local community or, you know, their food is just good. And something sometimes we just want to go out and support. Um, one of the main reasons, though, that we started the, um, the Halal Palette um, Instagram account is because early on during COVID, we um, started seeing a, a trend of um, some of our very favorite restaurants closing down. And, you know, that was kind of detrimental to our community, the Muslim community, restaurants that me and my wife ate earlier on and a lot of my friends ate when we were in undergrad or, you know, just growing up. So seeing some of those restaurants that, you know, mean a lot to you. And then when COVID happened, we went into lockdown. Those restaurants couldn't sustain businesses. Um, we started this food page to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. get takeout food, show support, show these restaurants that we're here and then try to put them in a limelight on, on our page and then try to share that post within various other platforms throughout the Houston area. And then once we started doing that, on the page really just took off. I think people just really appreciated the support they were getting from our page. And then um, I'm very, very fortunate to say a lot of restaurants have reached out afterwards after the fact and told us how much it, you know our support has meant to them. And how much we've been able to help them over such a tough period in COVID. And yeah. then now the things are kind of getting back to normal. Now we kind of can go mm-hmm. kind of back to, you know, highlighting grand openings, highlighting new restaurants, highlighting new menu items, highlighting uh, halal food, like the one I was telling you about earlier, like really great fusion foods and whatnot. I just want to like make sure people know, like your Instagram page is like popping. It's like <laughs> over 19,000 followers. Like yeah. you, have, you get so much engagement on your Instagram, oh, even on you. your Facebook you. page, I was scrolling through and I was like, all right, dang, all right. <laughs> so you really are serving the community. I'm seeing by highlighting a lot of like mom and pop, small yes. little restaurants, that, things that I didn't even know kind of existed in Houston's corners. That's pretty legit. Yeah. Shout out to my fiance for introducing yeah, me you. to y'all's Instagram page because it <laughs> is fire. <laughs> It is so good. We're always finding like interesting places and whatever. We'll end up usually door dashing, but still, <laughs> it, it it keeps the palate refreshed. I mean, it makes sense. It is the halal palate. Exactly. You know, that I appreciate you guys showing support. It means a lot. And, and you know, you, you'll never get tired on that because to be completely honest, there is like three new restaurants opening every weekend. It's crazy, wow. guys. Like, it, it's insane. And, you know, those restaurants end up doing well. It's not like we're oversaturated because every single area in Houston has a little bit of a niche market uh, where there's pockets of some community that needs to be served. And I think that's what we really do great at Halal Palace to be able to 
kind of hit on those communities and try to make everybody feel at home. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've already like bookmarked so many places that y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you got? Have you guys tried anything? What was your favorite stuff that you tried from from the page? Can I tell you the one that surprised me that y'all did? Um, I think y'all did a piece on in your Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think it was Dave's hot chicken. Yes, yes. Oh, so Dave's hot chicken. I, I've seen yes. Dave's like all over TikTok. You know, it's like a yeah. chain. I had no idea they were halal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. So Dave's Hot Chicken has such a great history, and now they have like close to a hundred restaurants across the U.S. And each and every single one of their restaurants, if you go and ask them for a halal certificate, they have it right underneath their register. They can show it to you. And what? Yeah, crazy. every single restaurant, or at, I know every single restaurant within the Texas area for sure has a halal certificate of um origin of their meat from Wayne Farms. And it's awesome because they are truly a fast food restaurant for hot chicken. That is amazing. And you mentioned uh, the certificate, the farm. Can you tell people who aren't familiar with that farm and what that means? Uh-huh. Yes. So um, so usually whenever you purchase halal meat, um, now there's coming out to be various different certifications and various different um, organizations that will certify your meat to ensure that it is halal. Um so a lot of the restaurant owners, what they what they do now is whenever they do buy the halal meat with the box, you'll either get a certificate or you can apply for a certificate from a certain um, entity that will qualify your meat as halal. Um, mm. Wayne Farms is one of the farms that Dave's Hot Chicken uses, and they supply you with a certificate of halal, uh, halal certification. They'll just frame that, put it on there. Um, whereas you also have um, HMS, which is another organization that will come look at your whole supply chain from top to bottom, ensure every single thing that you're doing is halal, um, wow. make sure there's no cross-contamination with non-halal meat. And then once they feel, once they deem fit, they'll issue you a um, you know, halal certificate. And the great thing about HMS is that they do this service for completely free. So they're literally doing wow. it just to give people halal status as long as they truly deserve it. So um, a lot of people, um, you know, we have a lot of our followers that um, only like to eat at some of them only like to eat at restaurants that are only HMS certified Hmm. Um, that, you know, that kind of gets into like a little bit of a nitty gritty topic, a little bit more of a gray area. But, um, you know, there is like I said, there is a niche for people like that as well. Um, People really want to um, be extremely sure um, the the meat that that's coming to them on their on their plate is a hundred percent halal, and, and I don't blame them for it. Wow, nice for us currently. What are some of? I mean, everyone here, but I'd like to hear for us first so, so, to see how we compare. But for us, <laughs> what is like your favorite halal spots right now? Oh man, see that is such <laughs> a tough question. I know you have you you you've had experiences <laughs> with so many, but so many. what are some that like people should be trying right now? Like doing something unique, doing something different, and still halal, kind of give you that Houston yeah. mix with the with the uh, with the food quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we want to talk about halal restaurant you just cannot leave out aga's restaurant yeah it's just gonna be (laughs) it's just gonna be a top one all the time we we actually did a um, interview with eater magazine and 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 thrillist magazine and both of them we highlighted aga's on there 
Um, you know, their service is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Um, their food is always consistent. And for people who don't know what Aga's is, it's like an Indo-Pakistani restaurant, yes. right? Okay. Yes, exactly. It's an Indo-Pakistani restaurant. Um, and they just serve the best food. They're really known yes. for their um, goat chops. So if you, mm. if, if you guys are ever there or any of the listeners are, you know, ever wanting to know what to order, get a, get an order of the goat chops and get their mango shake. You will go Ooh, home yes. so happy. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I'm already so yeah. happy. The mango lassi. <laughs> the mango lassi is engaged, to die yeah, I'm for. engaged to uh, a Pakistani. Uh, I'm engaged to a Pakistani one. Okay. So, okay. Uh, Agas is always on top of the list of possibilities we go to since I live in Sugarland too. So like, Oof. anytime we're hanging out with her family or whatever, uh, like that is that is pretty much. The, the spot is Agas. That's the go-to. That's okay, the go-to. y'all want to hear a hot take. So my husband's Indian. Mm. And when I took him to Aga's and he tried the mango lassi, he's like, what is this? This is not no. good. I was like, you a okay. hater. You don't know what good food is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's also, there's a simple thing about Aga's that I really enjoy that I feel like a lot of places don't get, but it reminds yeah. me of home a lot. Mm-hmm. This one is really basic and I'm so sorry for this, but they really do nail their basmati rice. Oh like, yeah, it yeah, really do. does they feel do. like Fluffy. it's from home. Yeah, yes. it's I so will cool. say though. So Dina, with the mango lassi, I personally actually like the mango shake better at Aga. So oh. next time you guys are there, try the mango shake. Okay, it is interesting. So good. Okay. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. No so dishes. and and we get the pictures. So whenever we go with the family, we'll get the whole pictures of them and like get two three pictures on the whole on the t- table. And I mean, <laughs> man, it's. They I gotta make so my good, husband give it an, another shot. <laughs> yes, he, he'll really like the mango shake for sure. I think moving on to another restaurant, uh, I think a great restaurant within the Houston area, which kind of embodies Texas and halal food is um, Pinkerton's Barbecue. Mm. Um, and that is a you know, very, um, you know, stereotypical barbecue, you know, brisket um, oh. spot in, in where that thing is like Maine, Houston. And they they offer halal brisket and halal um, ribs. And wow. one of the great things I like about Pinkerton's barbecue is the fact that, one, they really, um, you know, adhere to the Texas culture. So if you go in there, you won't even know that it's a halal thing, right? Like, it's completely packed, packed with people from all races, religions, everything, every background. And um, they serve you Texas-style brisket, Texas-style yes. ribs. Side mm-hmm. of, you know, their cobbler dished up with, you know, like they got the rested decor over there. It's great. And then one of the best things I really like about them, and and this is a small thing that I noticed that really made me gain extreme, extreme um, respect for them was, one, each and every one of their servers that are behind the aisle are so well trained that when they saw us pull up to the line, I, I believe at that time we were the only Muslims in line. Um, you know, I was with myself, my wife, and then my brother and his wife. And my brother's wife is a hijabi, so you know, you can spot a Muslim from a mile away whenever they're wearing. When they wear the headscarf, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when they wear the headscarf, yeah. And um, and right when the right when the person saw you know us together, first he asked about halal, and I was like, yeah, of course. Um, I saw him immediately go because so they have they have a let me preface so they have halal meat and then they have non-halal meat and they serve oh, both okay. there oh wow but the way that they accommodate for the halal um, eaters is right when you figured out the fact that we were 
we wanted to have halal he went changed his gloves oh, he got a new knife that they had in the back so there was no cross-contamination with the current knife that was cutting the non-halal meat um they got there was a different stack in the back that contained the halal meat he got that meat out he laid out a brand new parchment paper and wow. then he cut our meat on top of that parchment paper. So every single thing that could possibly have touched the non-halal meat during his process of serving other individuals, right when he saw that we came up, he changed his whole routine to adhere by our halal principles and made wow. sure that there was no cross-contamination. That's, um, so, that's beautiful. That's yeah, genuinely it was, beautiful. It was 10 out of 10 experience. I was extremely extremely impressed with them so I, I have to give them a shout out i think they're one of the one of the greatest restaurants that are doing it out in, in uh, houston right now yeah. and they do well even without halal eaters because people just love texas style barbecue and their barbecue yeah. is top tier it is the yeah. best yeah but definitely check them out whenever you guys get a chance to support them they have a great menu awesome that's amazing adding it to my list dina do you want to give us a couple the one I love is M&M Grill. It's a, oh. it's a classic. I used to hit up M&M Grill back when it was like right next to the University of Houston on Almeida oh. Road, I think. Um, and it was like a little hole in the wall. But they've got your Tex-Mex. They've got your just standard style burgers. But it's not really standard. They like spice it up with a little pico de gallo and like a little other mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. But their Tex-Mex is top notch. I think the family that owns it is like half Mexican, half Palestinian. So they have like Arab food too, which is amazing. Yeah. But their enchiladas, mm, to die it for. It was the first spot so that good. was hyped up for me when yes. I came here. Like that was the first spot is like, have you tried M&M Grill? It's like, it's halal, but yes. it's unlike anything you've ever had before. <laughs> and I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Their chimichangas are as big as your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And I'm a chimichanga lover. Yeah. Eminem Girl was like a lifesaver for us halal eaters when we were in undergrad. It was the closest yeah. thing to campus, and it was mm -hmm. so good. It was life changing. Yeah. yeah. Um, their uh, their fajitas were out of this oh, world. Yes. Oh my god! Yes, making out me so hungry. World. And their burgers, so yes. good. And their burgers. Oh my god! Yeah. I do want to shout out a couple. I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but uh, I do want to shout out a few that's like unexpected for people mm -hmm. that they are halal. Uh, Coco's Crepes, which has a bunch of like a Moroccan meats that are halal. And yes. it's it's really amazing. If you're craving a crepe, especially a savory one, I would recommend Coco Crepes if you're looking 100%. for a option. 100%. Yeah. And True Dog, if you feel like mm -hmm. you want to get a hot dog that's kind of very yo-yos uh, mm -hmm. inspired, but you want it halal and for sure halal at every one of their trucks, <laughs> True Dog is the one to go for, for sure. But uh, for us... Thank you so much for coming of on. Course. This was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was great talking to you guys. And like I said, the Houston halal scene is awesome. Yeah. Um, the rest of the U.S. needs to know that, you know, Texas is not just filled with cowboys. Um, <laughs> we got one of the best, if not the best halal food industry in, in the U.S. And, yes, and believe me, you guys, we will definitely knock your socks off if you're if you're ever asking yes that is a fact man all y'all did was make me hungry thanks <laughs> <laughs> oh man i'm hungry right now too <laughs> yeah all right bye y'all well take care guys nice meeting all of you that was faraz ahmed of the halal palette and dina kisba our lead producer we will have links to everything we talked about and the halal palette socials in our show notes so now 
Dina, what's happening in Houston today? Hey, AK. Here's what I've been catching up on today. There's this old Greyhound bus station that's in Midtown, and it's up for sale. If you've been around Midtown, at least that area in particular, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's hard to miss. It's a 1.44-acre tract that's on the market. And let's just say whoever snags this up really has a chance to change up the look of that part of Midtown. That looks a bit rough. (laughs) But I did read that some experts believe that it might take years before we see any real positive redevelopment in that area. So honestly, I'm just going to be following the story and see what happens to that bus station and who buys it and what becomes of it. That's it for our show today. Next week, we are doing a show about living single in Houston, and we want to hear from you. If you have any tips on navigating dating in the city, call us at 713-489-6972 and leave us a voicemail with your thoughts. We would love to hear from you. We will be back tomorrow with the news roundup. See you then. Could you tell us a little bit about the halal plate and what it's about? No, talent. Talent, talent. I am so sorry.